0: Tell your friends about it if you like it. If you don't, let's just pretend you didn't listen to it. Thanks again for coming in, and we hope you enjoy the show. (laughs) Oh, man! Alrighty then, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Privacy, Please, I am your host, Cameron Ivey, and I got another blogcast for you. I hope you got your seats strapped in, your snacks next to you, and a drink ready to sip on like Kool Aid out of a big old giant bucket. I don't know. Here we go. Borderless data, big tech chooses sides, and privacy's slippery slope. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. Dinner time. Let's dive in. Data sovereignty wins, but who's? The New York Times reports that the era of borderless data is ending, pointing to more than 50 countries that are accelerating efforts to control the digital information produced by their citizens, government agencies, and corporations. It traces the shift back to Snowden, but quotes privacy activist Max Schrems, as warning that efforts by governments to regulate differently has made data a global issue. Now, ladies and gentlemen, this article is brought to you by The Markup and the author, Jeremy Wagstaff. Thanks, Jeremy. It's an awesome last name. Appreciate your help. So, further compounding the issue are regulatory differences, even within a country. Take Indonesia, where rising cases of data breaches are not adequately covered by a confusing array of laws and regulations across agencies, according to two Indonesian lawyers from the practice, I'm going to botch this, Samodipa, I'm going to, I can't, I'm going to just have to share it, and Tahir. In the U.S., the patchwork is at the state level. California parents could soon sue for social media addiction. According to the AP, whoa, that's huge. Let's go back real quick. That is huge. And I can see that happening. It is, it is an epidemic right now. It is bad. If you've seen the younger generation, it is bad. I have a four-year-old and it's, uh, you know, videos and things like that. Anyways, according to the AP, while a state law in Florida seeking to bar social media companies from deplatforming political candidates has been making its way through the courts... According to Recode, Google is facing antitrust and other lawsuits in 49 states as well as in Puerto Rico, D.C., and Guam. That's that's pretty big. So whose side is Big Tech on, anyway? That's a good question, right? The war in Ukraine has teased out some awkward questions about whose interests Big Tech should champion. It may have seemed to be an easy choice when Google's YouTube removed more than 9000 channels relating to the war, but some have complained about the lack of transparency over exactly which channels and why they were chosen. At least one user reporter they found their videos documenting atrocities deleted and their channel suspended for three months. At the same time, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and TikTok have been asked by four congressional Democrats to archive war crime evidence. Now, Twitter has decreed that it will hide tweets that share false info during a crisis. These initiatives argue Samir Patel and Vivek Meshra of Indian Think Tank Observer Research Foundation are part of the natural alignment between a big tech company and its American, Western, or Chinese roots, he said, where double standards challenge national sovereignty. For every successful attempt to punish companies for their behavior in other jurisdictions, many more efforts are frustrated, as Wired discovered when it looked at the European Union, uh, the General Data Protection Regulation, four years after it came into force. And that, that also is another link where it talks about how GDPR is failing. So these are all very, very big things, all a lot of stuff all at once, but very intriguing. Let's move on. The slippery slope may not be where you think it is. So this is in contrast to jurisdictions outside the West, where big tech often seems happy enough to roll over, Right. Like a big old chunky dog that you just fed too much and they're just, you know, poking the... Anyways, a post on the blog of Hoodie, a yet-to-be-launched service that promises to offer far more privacy than virtual private networks, more commonly known as VPNs, listed all the confirmed times when big tech engaged in censorship at the request of foreign governments. It appears to still be happening. Shocker. The Citizen Lab found that Microsoft was apparently censoring searches for political, politically sensitive Chinese personalities even in the United States. Microsoft blamed that on a technical error it said and it had been fixed. Exploring the nuances of this spectrum is an Indian startup called Koo, K O O, a multilingual microblogging site that now offers self-verification. The idea is to allow individuals to verify their identities by matching the account with the government's biometric identity card, theoretically reducing, and I quote, unwarranted behavior. As a user, the identity is visible and confirmed, but the piece that also reports concerns among researchers is that it's a slippery slope toward reducing free speech is the first company to adhere to the rules in the India uh, that require social media networks with more than 5 million users to introduce voluntary verification of users. India has been accused of increasingly using technology to curtail human rights and stifle freedom of expression online. And... The verification clause is part of a bigger set of regulations that critics say curtail privacy and free speech. Whoa. So that's that's a lot of different things all in one wrapped up. Um, But there's a lot that we can dig into here. Ladies and gentlemen, that that is really the end of the article. I think that going back i want to dive further into each of these sections um, and talk a little bit further maybe even bring on an expert but that is some fascinating stuff that's going on and it's kind of in line with some of the things that salty soothsayer was uh predicting when it comes to children and privacy and uh that was a big one but anyways ladies and gentlemen thank you so much for tuning in privacy please we appreciate the support if you want to actually show us more support, please look at the links in our bios and please show us support if you have it to help us continue making shows each and every week. We really appreciate it. Spread the word. It'll help uh, reach other viewers and more and more people as we continue this down. So next week, we should have a very special episode for you. So please stay tuned. And uh, again, thanks so much for your support. We love you. We'll see you guys next week. Cameron Ivy, over and out. See you. Hey, you guys made it all the way to the end. Thanks for listening. Again, if this is your first time, we really appreciate the support and everyone that's always been around since the beginning. We love you guys. Keep supporting Privacy, please. And we'll always have new content each and every week. Cameron Ivy, over and out.